Welcome to the Jan Arden Podcast and Show. I have to tell you, Deborah Grover is here with me. She plays my mom on the Jan Show on CTV. You can um, you can count on Deb every scene she's in. She friggin' steals it. Hi, Deb. Oh, hi there, Jan. Oh my gosh, how sweet is that? But I think you're probably right. Anyway, oh no, yeah. you no, <laughs> I, I am right. Uh, what a journey this has been to have a scripted situation comedy on a major network to work with someone like Deborah Grover for me. I have to pinch myself all the time. In fact, I bite myself, I bite myself <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> No, 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 no. We've got you to thank for this. This was this was your idea, your creation, and you brought us on board. Man, we're the lucky ones. We are honored to be by your side. I went to Toronto to do quite a few of the auditioning process. It was all very new to me, seeing yep. these actors, young and old, yeah. Tall, short, every description you can possibly imagine. Experienced, not experienced. The casting director casts such a wide net to try and yeah. find those five, six, seven people that lock and load into the cast of a situation comedy. So Deborah came in one afternoon and I had seen, oh gosh, not a lot, but three or four other potential Noras for the mom. But Deborah came in. She had my feeding, feeding my mother, my book <clears throat> under her arm. And I just, your energy was so palpable and it was quite emotional because anyone that watches the show, I don't know if you've seen pictures of my own mother, but Deb is, she encompasses and she reminds me so much of my mom. Although Deborah is far too young to be my mother. This is a oh, golden no. girl situation here. Deborah, you couldn't <laughs> be my mother. Uh, in a real world, uh, no. if all the science was there, if you had me when you were 10 years old, you couldn't be my mother. Well, you know, if you look at the lines on these on this face, it's very real and it's and no work done. And I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And I'm your mom. Uh, and you are, but I just, it, it's so funny when, when people watch the Golden Girls and they're, everyone's always Googling, you know, how old was B. Arthur? How old was Rue McClanahan? How old was Estelle Getty? Betty White? These women that were living in their house together, which is such a great freaking idea for women to band together in their senior years. Oh, they yeah. Were, they yeah. were portraying, ready for this drum roll, 50-year-old women. Oh, my God. Like oh my God. Yeah, 50s. Yeah. yeah. That is what the 50s looked like in 1977 or whatever the yeah. hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fast forward, Deb came in. She stole my heart. We did, no. uh, I, I read lines with the, the actors. I never moved off of you, Deb. In fact, oh. mind was made up. The, the director's mind was made up. Leah and Jenica were all in, which makes it unfortunate for other people that are auditioning for the part, but you never know, right? <laughs> Jan, I don't care about those other people. I don't, I don't care either. about them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so amazing, the chemistry and, I mean, the, the essence of our show, for people that haven't seen the Jan show on CTV, um, it is about uh, two sisters, basically, their relationships, 
uh, uh, the Jan character has a musical career, but our mother, Nora, portrayed by the one and only Deb Grover, is starting down the road of memory loss, starting down the road of dementia. And that's what I dealt with with my mom and my dad for a decade. But Deb, how has that been navigating the first initial stages of a woman going through that and how frustrating it is to realize something's wrong, but you're not sure what? Um, It's been a challenge. It's really been a challenge that you're trying to work on the truth of the character and the heart of the character and go, okay, I'm stepping into these shoes. You've given me this tremendous honor of stepping into your mom's shoes and going, how does that feel? How does that feel in my body? How does that feel in my head? And just allowing the real feelings to bubble up. But we're also in a comedy, you know, and how to ride that line to go, I want to be truthful, but I want to also add a lightness to it. So it's, it's been a challenge, but oh, a glorious challenge, a glorious challenge that you've given me. And I think through everything, every single season that we get to see more and more of, of Nora's journey that, yes, there is the confusion. There is the what the heck is going on, but I'm going to plow on. I'm going to plow on. And then it reveals itself. And I have no control over that. But the writing is so exquisite, Jan, in terms of Nora's portrayal. So it's a gift. You've given me a gift. Well, the writers really do. They really do speak to the humor of dementia. And I know a lot of people feel guilty about laughing. You know, had I not laughed about what hijinks my mom got into and yeah I cried a lot yeah I wanted to take my mom and and throw her from a moving car or (laughs) you know or or just like shake her like I dealt with all that anger all that rage and I think that comes out with with you and I on the screen sometimes of my frustration like uh you know at the end of season two I'm like standing in in Zoe Palmer's kitchen, my who plays my sister Max, and her husband Dave, and I've just, you know, basically been told that you left the water running and the TV blew up and, and Dave and Max have a brand new baby, they have two other girls, their hands are full. And so I'm saying, well, mom, how'd you like to move back in with me? And of course, you are going, listen, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna be an, an a hole, and, <laughs> and just blame me for everything, I'm not moving in with you. And yep. I'm like, well, I probably will blame you, but you're just going to have to put up with it. <laughs> oh, it, um, it, it, it has been amazing. It has been amazing. And wait till everyone sees what happens in season three to Nora, to the family. It's, um, I think they've got to watch, Jan. They, they've got to watch to see how the family deals with Nora's world And what happens in that Nora, it's almost like, okay, if this is happening to me, I'm going out with a bang. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can possibly do because I may not be able to again. It's definitely a bucket list feeling. Um, Charlie Kerr has just joined us. That's the Ah! wonder, that is the wonderment of doing Zoom. Today we're on Zoom and Charlie Kerr, 
Uh, say hi to Deb, Charlie. You haven't seen her in a while. I know. Hey, Charlie. How you doing? Can, uh, am I being heard? Is this all right? Yes. You're, don't say anything terrible about me. You are being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, okay. No spoilers. No spoilers, Kerr. None. <laughs> uh, it's, so, it's so good to see you both. And uh, Adam, my name is Charlie. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Good to see you, Charlie. I'm terrible with introductions. Um, once again, no, we're all- not we're really. All... You were, kind of, you were oh. like, this is Charlie Kerr, like yeah. uh, 10 seconds ago. But there was no, this is Adam. <laughs> I think um, Charlie has been such a wonderful audition. Your character of Nate. Uh, Charlie Kerr is joining us for season three, which starts in 37 days. September the 20th is our premiere episode of season three, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, first of all, I want to say Charlie and I met uh, almost a year ago at a, it was his father's, a, a dinner that his father was having. I was lucky enough to be there because I was staying at a cottage that is in Charlie's family family uh, property. And we had dinner one night, Charlie was there. And I looked across the table at him. Not only is he unbelievably talented, a, an amazing singer, uh, fronts a band, a writer, singer, songwriter, Hotel Mira, you have to go on, check them out on Instagram, on TikTok, on all the socials, Hotel Mira, M-I-R-A, the music is exceptional. Um, but Charlie was sitting there, Deb, and I looked across yeah. the table on this beautiful night and we were having this amazing conversation. He was so engaging, a young man, right? Talking about things that interested me, not a young man. And I was just like, <laughs> I, I kicked Leah Gauthier, our co-creator, one of our writers. And I'm just like, I think that's Nate. I think he could play my boyfriend. And I literally, what did I say to you, Charlie? I, I was like, can you act? <laughs> yeah <laughs> which was a trip um yeah it was like because I've been acting my entire life and uh I've I've had the beginning of my career was like kind of indie movies and plays and and writing plays and studying acting uh like as soon as I graduated high school I went to an acting school I didn't go to music school I I just I had a weird kind of um belief that I didn't actually want to learn too much about I get music that. in a technical way because I yep. loved how magical it was to me yep and but I, but I, then I was like okay well uh people want me to go to post-secondary so uh the only subject I was good at at school was uh was drama like uh, we had a small drama program and I just milked it for all it's worth I was writing plays and starring in them and doing everything I could. My school wasn't known for its drama program or anything. Uh, and then right after that, I went to, um, I went to theater school and, and studied and got an agent not long after that and have been musician slash actor for, yeah, most of my life. So I got lucky. I literally looked across the table and I was like, Hey, do you act? I think I, I need you to be my boyfriend. You're listening to the Jan Arden podcast. We're going to be right back after this quick break. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. 
back to the Jan Arden podcast. I am with the amazing Deborah Grover, who plays Nora, Thank uh, you. The, the, the mother on the Jan show. She is mm-hmm. our matriarch, and we hang a lot of responsibility on Nora. And Charlie Kerr, uh, one of our newest cast members to join us this year. And I'm basically c- kind of finding myself in a bit of a love triangle without giving too much away. Um, Charlie plays my much younger, <laughs> much younger boyfriend that we meet on a celebrity dating app. Yeah. Anyway, Charlie, what was your experience like stepping onto that set the first day? Your agent calls you, you have the part, uh, you're in the Jan show. H- how did that feel? Thrilling, like complete a complete dream come true kind of stuff for me, honestly, like, especially like, oh God, uh, I didn't ever think I'd get to do an ensemble comedy. I didn't ever think I'd get to do something <laughs> where the writing was as strong as it is on our show. Uh, I'm used to doing indie film and some TV shows that, yeah, where, where, where things are more based on darkness or, or, or sci-fi, like more, more I, drama. I, I, I played a lot of vampires and like <laughs> <laughs> and warlocks and stuff. Um, so, uh, which I mean, kind of is the irony of the part because so has Nate. You know, Nate is this. Uh, Nate is uh, an actor. Nate is yeah. an actor in our show. He plays an actor. So Nate, Char- Charlie's part. Yeah. plays Nate Cassidy, the actor who's done a lot of, um, uh, <laughs> you know, dark characters and is really just like uh, a goofball at heart. So, yeah, I know nothing about that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, it, it was like, it was unbelievable, first of all. And then, and then I remember doing the Zoom read-through and being really nervous because I'd been watching the show so much and uh so it's just so surreal like i get on zoom and then because i'm me i'm one of the first to arrive and uh and then like my screen just starts popping up with all these people that i've been watching on the tv it was like pretty unbelievable um and then yeah and then all of a sudden i'm doing the read through with them and kind of every step was like holy shit that was cool just over and over again. <laughs> well, you you did you really nailed it, and and Charlie speaks to something that really is ironic. And there is a sh- there is a show within the show, so yeah. we were able to film um, a show. I, I'm not. I don't even want to give it away right now of what the show is called because it's just. I just don't want to give much away. I want our viewers to be surprised. Deb, what was it like having new people on the set this year? Because be, the last couple of years, it's sort of been our ensemble piece, and then. Charlie stepped in and of course Tanaj Williams uh, who plays kind of your caregiver which who, mm-hmm. we're going to have Tanaj on the show too but what was it like having these young guys on the set absolutely fantastic it was like they brought a new energy and just a whole new life and a whole new perspective to what they felt the show was about what they could contribute no it was very exciting and uh you know, we uh, it shakes things up a bit in a very, yeah. very positive way. In a very positive way. No, I loved it, and uh, and the chemistry. I think that we 
instantly developed with with Charlie. I didn't have a lot to do with Charlie. And initially, Nora does not like Charlie. Well, <laughs> don't give too much away. No, but no, that's not, fine. She's not fond of him, needless to say. Well, Deb, expand on that a bit, because here here's a real kind of a, a polarizing, odd juxtaposition thing. Nora, my mother on the show, does not want me dating men. So we think it's kind of that, the other side of that coin where you have parents that are going, oh my God, you have a same sex thing. You're gonna, you're, you're, you know, all the problems that come with that. And we have played the other side of that coin with my relationship with, with Nate. And you're just like, why are you, why are you going out with men? I thought that part of your life was over. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and it, um, it, it comes as an absolute, well, not a surprise to Nora, but it's just like, how can you even think of this, <laughs> this young man and this, this Hollywood guy? No, no. Because also Nora, your mom just loves Sharon, who you were with, you know, yeah. and just, and just loves her and, and wants you guys to be together. And yet, and yet I see how happy Sharon Taylor plays my my ex-girlfriend Cynthia. Yeah, and uh, yeah. in season two, I asked her to marry me and she said no. So I'm just like, yeah. screw that. I'm gonna date and end up on the uh, the celebrity dating site. That, well, well, that's right. But then I I acquiesce, Nora acquiesce, and I watch you and I listen to you and I go, okay, you need to find something else in your life and I'll go, I'll go with it. I'll, I'll go with it. But doesn't mean that Cynthia is going to be out of the picture though. Mm-mm, no, mm-mm. no, nope. it's, it's a throuple. I think Charlie would agree that <laughs> I, I'm, I've a officially, thruple. I've officially entered it. in and who knows where it's going to go. Um, but yeah, Charlie, the one, my biggest regret of the season is trying to figure out how to get you to sing. And, you know, so much oh. of the show was written by the time, you know, we, we got to meet the wonderful Charlie Kerr that, uh, and I do, I really want to encourage everyone to go check out Hotel Mira or check out Charlie Kerr's Instagram because oh. his music is, is so haunting and it's so edgy, but it's also whimsical and it can be very fun and joy filled. Um, but anyway, that's my biggest regret is that I didn't have a scene sitting there with, you know, my new Hollywood boyfriend singing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there'll be other opportunities. Yes, for it. there will uh, be. Oh, there we go. Yes, yes, Charlie. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I just, where, where I'm at was like, the whole thing was just, I was just so uh, grateful to be there. And it's such a musical cast, uh, which is really awesome between uh, Elena and, and yes. Tanaj and yourself and just kind of everybody. And Zoe who loves to sing. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and like mm. Patrick secretly loves musicals. <laughs> and... <laughs> Patrick Gilmore plays Zoe Palmer's husband, Dave. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to have him on the show too. So 37 days, I've been counting down. In 37 oh, days, wow. people get to see season three. Yay. Do, do you guys, and I'll start with you, Charlie, have a favorite moment? Oh, God. Um, I love I love that. That means there's lots of them or none of them. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to salvage something. Uh, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> um, 
without saying too much, I love doing the, the, the show within a show yeah. because oh, it, yeah. it's really, it was so amazing to see the crew uh, and, and cast and a team just um, basically break genre and, yeah. and, and do something entirely different. Totally. Um, yeah. For, uh, and we only and it had looks like, incredible. Yeah, no, th- th- that's my point. It looks like Blade Runner, but it's like we only had a day. We had $8 and one hour <laughs> to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we could just, yeah, make a dollar stretch, you know? But um, <laughs> so, but no, but it, it was, it was a stressful day and it was really uh, just one of those moments where um, I was just so happy to be there. And the energy was such that, you know, we just um, sallied forth. Well, you, sh- you showed up prepared, too. Yeah. Deb, wouldn't you agree? Like, you know, we, we, we had no idea with these young actors coming in. I was just like, this yeah. could go any which way under the sun. Yeah. But um, when, we come, when we come back, I want to talk to Deborah about her favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, I, I'm, I kind of think I know what they might be, but we'll find out when we come <laughs> back. You're listening to the Jan Arden Podcast. <laughs> Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. The kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company too. Welcome back to the Jan Arden Podcast. We were talking about favorite moments, and I was going to ask Deb Grover, you know, in season three, and I know you can be vague about it. We're not giving away anything. People are going to show up to watch September the 20th at 8 p.m. on CTV Eastern Standard Time to find out <laughs> what happened to Jan and Cynthia as they floated away in a hot air balloon. Ah. And then I have my mother move back in with me in my picturesque little cottage. Favorite moments of season three, Deb. Oh my gosh. Well, physically, dear Nora gets to do things that you've never seen her do (laughs) on the screen before. So that was tremendous fun. And I'm not going to reveal what those are, but it will surprise you. But I also have to say, just being on the show and experiencing Michael Bublé. Am I revealing yes. anything? Yeah, no, everyone knows that he's a yeah, guest star. Everybody but they don't, knows. What they don't know is what episode he's in. So we're forcing them to watch the whole thing. And I'm feeling good. I'm not going to spoil that, but to experience, uh, to be on the set yeah. with dear Michael and and to his his tremendous energy and willingness to play it was a joy to watch and to be around charlie wouldn't you agree? Char- charlie knows that firsthand he can't give you that bet. away either but you know yeah. geez charlie you got awfully close to mr buble <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i was I, again it was that was like my second day <laughs> just just kind of like oh, the way yeah the way yeah. everything worked out how surreal that was of me being like, okay, day one, we do a scene with the entire cast. 10 person scene is the first thing I do um, with like this crazy camera movement. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad. Like I spent so long learning my lines and stuff because there was so much that just like was Mm -hmm. up in the air immediately. And then uh, I was like, whew, that was a lot. Okay, go home, go to the hotel. Yeah, tomorrow uh, you'll be working with Michael Bublé. Uh, <laughs> and 
but no, he was uh, one, a sweetheart, and two, insanely professional. And that is pretty much the standard of being on the Jan show. It doesn't matter who you are. There's a humility and a community feeling that you just don't get on every set. And um, he under he understood that, came to play and, you know, turns out he's funny. And it, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just can't speak highly enough about <laughs> the professionalism and, um, and just the fun, like how fun it is. I think he was shocked when he showed up. He's like, oh my God, Jan, how many people are on this show? And I said, I think there's 106 people here today. <laughs> like there was trailers everywhere and him and his oh. wife, Lou, had flown in and, you know, the night before. And I don't know if he pictured, you know, your, you know, brother with a camera on his shoulder and your dad doing sound for us. Like, <laughs> he was like, rumor has it, you have one hour and eight dollars to shoot this show. <laughs> I just love, you know, I'm, I'm talking to him and, and he just goes, oh, have you seen my kids? And he's there, he's showing his Aww. phone, he's showing photos of his kids. And I go, oh, my gosh, look at you, family man, you know, huge international star. But here you are just showing me your kids and watching him talk to you, a dear friend. It was like watching the two of you together just talk, you know, it was, oh, it was fantastic. Well, I've known him for such a long time. I, I did three tours with Michael in 2004, 2005. We went all through Australia. We went all through the States. We went all through Europe. Oh, wow. And so you have to understand, I'm seeing Mike just start down the massive amount of fame. You know, this is 15 years ago. I mean, he was already kind of a sensation globally, but to right. see where he's come, you oh. know, in that last decade and a half and, mm -hmm. you know, married to the love of his life and his three, he, his kids are just the cutest and he's such a good dad. I knew him when he was so freaking wild. Um, <laughs> like he was, you know, he, it, it was a wild time. Like even after the three years of just doing those tours, I'm like, uh, and I was opening the show, obviously, I was just like, oh, my God, I got to get off the road. I can't I can't keep up with this. But he was. And I love seeing him with Charlie. I loved I got mm. a front row seat. I can't wait for you guys to see the episode that Charlie and Michael are in. And, um, you know, Buble, basically his character, who he plays himself, but a weird version, is very <laughs> enamored with me. And, and my boyfriend doesn't really like it. You know, <laughs> Nate is just he's not going to have any of it. But right. it was a weird, it was a weird day on the set, but I, I loved you and Marty this year, Deb, that's no secret. Oh, oh. Zoe's or Max's biological father, which we know from season two. I hope there's no spoilers here. If you haven't seen the show yet, you're going to have to go see it and just forgive me for giving things away. But uh, it, I love seeing you have, you know, the startings of this relationship with, with an old flame and, and that people of an older age can have these zesty love lives and, and pursue them. It, exactly. And it came as a total surprise to me as an actor. I didn't know that you were going to take Nora in this direction at all. So how wonderful was that? It was like, okay, we get to, we get to act in this way, behave in this way. And 
how does this feel as an older woman um, um, having feelings for an ex that was, it was a little short relationship that I had with Marty, but, and how does it feel now? And, and how it seemed to easily slip into something that was relaxed and, and heartfelt and that there was no work involved. And I went, oh my gosh, does this really happen? Well, it, it seemed to dear Nora and Marty, but I love the fact that, that you writers did that, you know, to say, yes, older, older folks can have a relationship and, and be in love mm-hmm. and in lust again. No, it's interesting. This show has a lot of, you know, romantic things happening in it, but it's not overt. Like, I I think, you know, like you said, you know, at the beginning of the show, this is very much a scripted comedy. And I think, Charlie, you with your, you know, like you said, a very dramatic background, doing a lot of, you know, darker, vampire-y, gothic kind of feeling things. I feel like you walked into this. To me, it looked like you'd done it for 100 years. Like, your ease with Mm. comedy. You were very, you're just a natural at it. Yeah, that means the world to me. I just wanted to be like a fly on the wall because like my favorite thing ever is being around funny people. Um, I'm the youngest of three brothers with uh, a dad and in a family where being funny is like a currency almost in our house. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, my brothers are known as the funny ones. So I've always kind of had a bit of a like, you've been the one on the on the receiving end of the of the humor, maybe? Yeah, or rather just like, at times been insecure about it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I totally get that. It's hard being around funny people. But I love it so much. And then watching comedy, writing comedy is something that um, I've done a lot of in my life and to be embraced for that is such a wonderful blessing and I'm again I'm so so grateful because I didn't think it was in the cards for me there's a weird (laughs) thing in theater school where they're kind of like you know they have a group of like 20 people and they're kind of like on the first three days they're kind of like okay you're funny you're funny you're funny the rest of you get used to crying and taking your top off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yikes. Oh boy. And I wasn't the one who, you know, who got the uh uh sitcom timing or whatever immediately. So there's there's this this thing of like it just feels amazing. You're listening to the Jan Arden podcast. We're gonna be right back, don't go away. Speak. everyone Dan Arden podcast that's what you're listening to what a fun day and it goes by so quickly I'm here with Deborah Grover who plays Nora my mother on the Jan show on CTV premiere September the 20th at 8 p.m eastern and we will be running for eight weeks we have so many surprises for you Charlie Kerr plays my new hot talented young very young boyfriend that I meet (laughs) on a celebrity dating app 
Um, just before we went to break, Charlie was talking about, you know, you might end up being the actor that, you know, has to be cry a lot, take their shirt off and be really serious and brooding. And, and I was going to say, we didn't make you take your shirt off once in this show. And then I'm like, yes, we did. We did make him take his shirt off. We also made him like buck on a horse and he had to learn equestrian stuff. We've got him in some ice skates. Um, Charlie, Charlie, uh, you know, did his fabulous, pretty much his own stunts. But um, I, I love the fact that both you guys as actors this year were asked to do a lot of physical things. Oh, well, well which is great because you go, ah, you are stretching the experience of the character and showing new things and new sides of the character. So, and then you go, oh my gosh, where, where are we going to take this? So I think for an audience to look at this as well, I think is really interesting because they go, I didn't think that Charlie could do that, that, that Deb could do that. And you go, and as characters, wow, isn't that interesting? You know, so no, and it's a gift for us. You go, oh, you're asking me to do something new. And yeah. yeah. I love, I love physical comedy. Like I grew up oh, just too. being, being so enamored with a guy like John Ritter who threw himself yeah. over couches and onto floors. Oh um, yeah. You know, the, the physical humor of something like Ab Fab, which was with um, Jennifer Saunders and, um, uh, it was Jen, Edwina and Patsy, you know, yes, yes. Just, jo, Joanne yeah. Lumley, Joanna Lumley. Yeah. Yeah. Physical, Carol Burnett, the physical comedy, oh. or, or even if, you know, older stuff. Let, let's go watch. back. Let's go back to Lucille Ball. You oh, know, Let, come on. You know, it's, it, it's always been there, but to allow us actors to incorporate that into the work is so much fun. And it's it's really exciting because you get to stretch yourself in a whole new way. Charlie, do you do you agree, man? Because you, you were asked to stretch, you were. Yeah, well, you know, um, <laughs> it was an interesting thing because basically, Nate, without giving too much away, is like kind of like movie star, action star kind of thing. So I I put it upon myself. Nobody told me to, but I I thought it was really appropriate to kind of be in that kind of. Uh, shape to make everything make yeah. sense and then and then yeah then I had to learn to ride a horse and then I had <laughs> to learn to uh do archery kind of proficiently right yeah. right right and uh and then yeah and then I I, I hadn't really been on a pair of skates either so <laughs> you know uh my main form of exercise is like running around on stage and, and, and hot yoga. So, um, so it was, so me, me and Nate are pretty, uh, pretty different in that sense. So it was, it was cool to kind of feel. I mean, that's real acting. That's really acting. That's yeah. like, listen, I'm picturing you right now on a horse with ice skates on shooting a bow and arrow at people. So, and that's, and that's, <laughs> and that's what I do. <laughs> All at the same time. Without without giving too much away, that's the main scene. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, but um, but no, it was really cool for me, especially the horse uh, horse riding. Like just having a day put aside for me to go learn how to do that, and for me being a student of film and you know loving film through the years, I felt like this kind of classic kind of actor of like the 60s or 70s where they had to know how to do 
like a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. stop, yeah. stop on, stop on their mark on a horse for the camera to capture them and stuff. And yeah. so I was like, wow, like you know, this isn't this isn't uh, this isn't standard stuff. This is this is um, uh, a cut above. We're at a, we're a very advanced show. Very <laughs> advanced. <laughs> Yes, um, we are. You know, gone are the comedies. I mean, I also grew up watching a lot of things like, you know, where you saw two actors sitting across a coffee table from each other, never touching the cup of coffee in front of them and oh, delivering, yeah. delivering lines back and forth like a ping pong game. Yeah. And it was all contingent on the setup, click, 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 boom, the joke, click, 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 boom, yeah. the joke. So it was like watching yeah. a really bad tennis game. And yeah. one thing our director, Ron Murphy, does, and I think you would both agree, is that our scenes are never static. And I, you know, when people are watching, and they're very, they have a very um, pretty exquisite palette now with consuming television. We watch a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of brilliant, I mean, television is, is outpacing the movies, I think, you know, 20-fold with mm-hmm. all the streaming that's available. So gone are those days i think people want to see motion on their on their cameras now so we're yeah. we're very seldom standing talking to each other or sitting because ron murphy moves us through the room like there's this running joke now ron should i be fucking making scrambled eggs in this scene like <laughs> i know we're sitting here talking about being heartbroken but should i have a frying pan and should i be scrambling <laughs> eggs right now because you yeah. almost feel like if i'm just sitting in this chair Damn it! I need to be making macrame or doing, <laughs> and and you yeah. guys always step up to that. And Charlie's right, like hitting your mark on a horse, you know, trotting right. up to this place where you're supposed to stop, and you don't really, yep. you only just learn how to ride a horse at six a.m. this morning with two guys <laughs> named Mo and Tom. Um, <laughs> we we were very lucky. We got to shoot for a couple of days, and we actually stayed overnight in the Kananaskis Lodge. And what a, that was a dream for me too, guys. Like going, I'm, I'm in this show, but we're now sleeping overnight because we all had to get up so early to start shooting again. But we were in the hot pools. Um, like we got to film, like there's a scene uh, with, with um, Charlie and I and Zoe and, and Patrick Gilmore where we're in the freaking hot tubs. Like I, I could have done that scene all day. Oh, fantastic. That reminds me of that exact day. I just remember a quick story of that exact day where we're all standing there waiting to get in the hot tub in our in our robes because there's a quick dialogue in, in the hot tub. And Ron turns to us and he goes like, oh, yeah, uh, sorry, guys. You know, actually with the sound and stuff, we can't actually get the heat on. And I, and he was he was kidding. <laughs> you know, he was making a joke for for the cast, but I, and it was, it was like the dead of winter. It was a lot yeah. of snow and it was freaking freezing. And I'm, I'm so used to doing indie films. That I was like, all right, let's, let's go. Okay. Like cold water, uh, in, in the snow, but you know, it's the it's polar all bear, the, the polar bear dive. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> pretend it's pretend it's warm. And he was like, no, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah, so I, I, I loved, I loved, that it was day, nice just... and warm when it was nice and warm when we got in there. Trying. Yeah, yeah. So, we all no. just sort of sunk into that water, and I was just, I was just ready to do, uh, <laughs> yeah, freezing cold water in the snow um, mm. because of my background. So, 
That's funny. Well, we, we really want people to watch. And I know I keep saying this date, but on September 20th, it is our premiere for season three of the Jan show on CTV. Um, it's not on your cable channels. Most of you guys should get CTV right from coast to coast. And it is on 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God, don't make me do the math. Uh, that's like, <laughs> but I have, I have cable. So I always watch the, the Eastern feed anyways. Like I always, right. uh, but we'll be tweeting live. I think Charlie Kerr and uh, Deb doesn't tweet, but I will tweet on her behalf. Deb is Thank on Facebook, you very though. Much. Are, are you on Facebook, Deborah? No, no. You're not? No. You, you no. can't but get a I hold have, of Deb. She, but she I needs have it. Many, she needs I it. Have many, I know I'm so old school. I know. But I have many friends that are on Facebook and will spread the word. We'll spread okay. the word of Jan. Well, we have to go. I appreciate it so much. Charlie <laughs> Kerr. Check him out on Instagram, Hotel Mira. You must listen to his music. Oh, it is wonderful. fantastic. Deborah, you can see her all over the place all the time, but we're so <laughs> proud to have her on the Jan Show, September 20th, 8 p.m. CTV. Uh, we love you guys. Jan Show, I'll see you soon. Deborah Grover, Charlie Kerr, Tooley Do. See you soon. Please watch the show. Woo! Thanks a lot. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.